This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com. Welcome to the Really Awful Movies Podcast, a celebration of low-budget cinema. It's another apocalyptic prediction about to come true. Winds of death sweep across the world, and whole continents will be cast adrift in an ocean of blood. Chris, and along with Jeff, we're bringing you the very best and worst of horror, sci-fi, action, exploitation, kung fu, and women in prison movies from the 1970s to today. Be sure and check out reallyawfulmovies.com for reviews, interviews, lists, and terrific movie giveaways. From our downtown Toronto headquarters, here's episode 9C, Virus. Now, Virus, this is our tribute to the Seattle Seahawks, the uh, Pacific Northwest cities finest player, Brian Bosworth. He was an action staple of the <laughs> 80s, very briefly. He was a very, very highly regarded college football player, and he was given an unprecedented $11 million, $11 million rookie contract. And highest he proceeded contract in NFL history at the time. Yeah, yeah. He proceeded to just stink out the joint, and in three short seasons, he was done with the NFL. Mm-hmm. And despite his Brock Lesnar hairdo, muscles and bad <laughs> sunglasses. That was it, and he ventured upon an action movie career thereafter, right. trying to cash in on his very fleeting football fame. Right. So, virus. Virus. Okay, uh, I gotta say... Where I, to begin? Where to begin? I mean, we just literally turned off virus about 30 seconds ago, Chris, and I really don't even know what the fuck I just saw. <laughs> like, this was... What was this movie all about? Like, honestly... Well, I guess I've got to preface this by saying I love biohazard movies. Right. And any time there's a virus outbreak, there's the tension between the government who tries to quarantine the public and the public trying to escape from the virus. And that tension creates something that's generally very sort of fraught like with action and Break down the social order. Yeah, break know, down like social order. You, have, you don't know who to believe. You don't know whether you should trust the government. All this stuff. These mm-hmm. are great themes. And they tend to be very gory, too. Oh, when yeah. people are afflicted by the virus, they yeah, tend they to, to like, break out and, and break ooze out and bleed. And, yeah. This movie has none of that. <laughs> <laughs> this movie has nothing, okay? I mean, honestly, this is like, I am without a word of hyperbole, this has got to be one of the cheapest looking movies I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean... I have seen, I mean, it's a It looks like a corporate instructional video. It sort of does. I mean, like Microsoft Excel. (laughs) (laughs) Windows 95, how about that? I mean, look, it's a sort of cliche nowadays to say, well, you know, I've seen porno movies with better production values. I mean, porno movies have gotten pretty. uh, Pretty sleek. (laughs) They have. I mean, I've I've seen infomercials with better production values, I've seen home movies with better production values. This movie. Yeah, you'd think someone's going to break out a blender and demonstrate it. <laughs> this, this is cheap. And if you call in the next ten minutes, yeah. <laughs> and only in the next ten minutes, you know, you'll get Brian Walsworth. Oh my God, this was. And and uh, I guess we should say this was lensed in in Algonquin Park, right? And that that is a provincial park. Uh, I guess what three hours north of Toronto, mm-hmm. a couple mm-hmm. hours north of Toronto. Right. So it's a giant provincial park, 
and it was partly also filmed in Toronto. In Toronto, and yeah. Toronto was substituting New York very unconvincingly. Oh, well, yeah, that's another thing. I mean, like, you know, it's so funny how like, they'll throw, like, a USA Today box on the street, and all of a sudden they'll say, oh, yeah, it's New York, but they'll forget about, like, the Ontario license plates. They'll yeah, forget the, the about the 60, 60 kilometer, 60 kilometer per, hour, uh, <laughs> per hour speed limit. Yeah. But, yeah, they don't, you know, forget about that. And, of course, Algonquin Park substituting for Camp David, you know. Yeah, so, Camp I mean, David, Maryland. And oh, I guess we should uh, summarize the plot, which is just like your standard virus flick where there's this nefarious government plot. Except most virus flicks are good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. And, and uh, this, this virus, I guess, le- is, is uh, let loose, and the only person to stop it is... The Boz. A, the Boz. Right. Brian Bosworth, again, C- Seattle Seahawk marginal talent. Mm. He plays a Secret Service agent whose name is Ken ex, Fairchild. Ex-football ex player. He is, yeah. he is surprisingly, right. an ex-football player who played for Oklahoma. Mm. Who would have thought they would cast him in such a role? Incredible. It's almost like someone wrote the script just for him. You think they did? I think they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Ken Fairchild is his name. Yeah. And he's got a headset. He's a Secret Service guy. He yeah. knows how to kick butt. He's a football player. He gets consistently asked for his autograph by little kids. Mm-hmm, hey, mm-hmm. aren't you that guy? No, I'm not, kid. Yeah, but then they find out he is. Anyway, he's he's meant to protect the, I guess, um, corrupt president and his henchmen who have developed this virus. That's that's basically the gist of this. Yeah, thing. I mean, basically, the virus was developed for some sort of like secret germ warfare project uh, in the military, um, and in in the most like lax security measures ever, they 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 give it to some sort of a. You know, pill popping. You know, like yeah, trucker, uh, trucker yeah, to, to transport like, it. to transport this. Uh, you know, this 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 lethal virus yeah, yeah. from like point A to point B. <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck they're going, but I mean, you know, along the way, he along the way, his his truck uh, blows up. A uh, stock footage, right, was. right, right. Well, I mean, don't forget the gorge of varying depths. I mean, that was pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, his truck uh, nearly falls into a gorge of, as, as we said, varying depths at some points, from depending on what angle it is, you, it's 20 feet deep, but other times it's 500 feet deep. Exactly, yeah. And this mm-hmm. trucker manages to escape the clutches of the of the of, of peril here, and, and falling into the gorge, and, you know, Brian Bosworth's character has to find out how he came by this virus, mm-hmm. and save the day. Well, yeah, and I mean, of course we have to, you know, he, he's not alone in this quest. No, I mean, he, he meets a Veterinarian <laughs> in the woods. He's a right. horseback riding. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, exactly. I mean, and basically, he's like sinking in the mud, which is not even quicksand, just mud. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like you know, we see this woman astride a horse, you know, and uh, she she lassos him out of the mud. And this is the veterinarian um, who who later performs a tracheotomy because because you know veterinary yeah yeah using a pen of course using a pen of course yep. veterinary medicine is identical to human medicine so you can the same procedures you would use on a gerbil just to <laughs> <laughs> transferable to a human victim. Right. So right. then, the, this uh, trio has to, of course, uh, warn Duo. people. Hmm? Duo. Duo. Well, I'm including the trucker. In, in ah, the, well, oh, so yeah, they're yeah, they're on that. the run, and, and they enlist the help of a local park ranger who's uh, who's you know tries to get the word out, but unfortunately succumbs to this virus. Right. Right. And we should say something about this virus. We have to say talk about the virus. Because this is the <laughs> least effectual virus <laughs> we've ever seen. Like as we said, uh, like outbreak, Ebola. Um, what are some of the other viruses? Well, the Ebola syndrome. The crazies. The crazies. Ebola syndrome. Yeah, uh, yeah, tons of these movies were an contagion, outbreak. Yeah. Contagion, yeah, where like, really disgusting things happen. Yeah. This virus is fairly benign. It causes... Fairly benign. 
nosebleed. It's a bloody nosebleed, man. Like, oh, he needs a tissue, and you basically, you've got, you're, 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 you know. It causes the sniffles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've got the, you got the, the foreshadowing of the sniffle, then you got the nosebleed, and all of a sudden you're succumbing to this deadly virus. Yeah, I and mean, just nothing graphic whatsoever. None, and uh, none. This, this, I think this virus claims all the four people exactly, in the whole movie. Exactly. Like, I mean, most of the time we have these virus, excuse me, these virus outbreak movies, you've got hundreds of hundreds people. of people that are just basically like succumbing to all sorts of symptoms. Yeah, and chaos, and, and the government's called in, the army's called in, right. the helicopters, the army has to corral people, put them into quarantine. Mm-hmm. This movie features... Two people. Two people, and the cheapest quarantine... Uh, biohazard tents imaginable. It looks like it was created from scratch at a saran wrap. Honestly, I've seen <laughs> holiday in lobbies that are more secure than this, <laughs> quarantine, than this quarantine. Like people break in and out of the quarantine yeah, out yeah, through out. the saran wrap. As if, like, it's just nothing. Like keeping this virus from people. So this this is a piece of work. But I guess we should also mention just how bloody dull this thing is. Oh my god! Yeah, like, just stretches of inactivity. <laughs> Punctuated by the occasional subpar gun battle, yeah, and, and the, bo- the boss throwing the odd wrestling clothesline <laughs> and, and tackling and throwing someone into a nearby tree, mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a very confusing subplot involving geysers. geysers. Well, yeah. don't forget, I mean, you know, the, how they know the virus is spreading is because they saw, they saw two dead fish, <laughs> and if you see dead fish, you automatically ascribe the cause to some weird nefarious virus. Yeah, exactly. And uh, later on, Bosworth uh, <laughs> comes across a lake where the fish are swimming ever so uh, yeah, joyfully, joyfully alive, yeah. and, he, and he surmises that somehow, because this is warm water as opposed to the other one, which was cold water, that if they boil the river... <laughs> yeah, they boil the river, they somehow, I guess, can kill the virus? Yeah. That's because if the virus is waterborne... Or some shit like uh, that. Just, who, who the, knew, knows, who the hell knew? This is just, I mean, honestly, like... So yeah, there's some sort of geyser involved, and I mean, yeah, yeah. some sort of old faithful, and yeah. I guess we should also say there's one of the um, there's a, an, also a corny subplot involving the air quotes New York Tribune, which is the least effective knockoff of the New York Times you can imagine mm-hmm. in the, in this gray third rate office space with all of like three <laughs> reporters working for it, yeah, and the, and the one guy is like a hard bitten. Uh, gruff reporter. Gruff reporter. And we know that because he's constantly like chewing on a, on a <laughs> yeah. cigar, right? And wearing a trench coat. He's like a, a poor man's Humphrey Bogart. Like he's chewing on a stogie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Columbo. His name is Burns. And he's the guy that tries to get to the bottom of this. And he's got leads. He knows the government is involved in this plot. He, of course, tries to thwart it and get more information. Mm-hmm. But the government <laughs> is on to him. And they shoot him and kill him in the most ludicrous fashion. He where did, He did like a... He did like, yeah, yeah like pirouettes a, a, and... A, <laughs> And he looked like Saul Rubinek, yeah. the character actor known for, I guess, to most from his work on, on uh, Frasier. But here in Canada, he's, he's, a, bit he, a, he's a, yeah, a bit of a sort of presence in a lot of Canadian yeah. films. So he, he just goes pirouetting through the air with a triple sow cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This actor, yeah. And it's funny because, I mean, this film was lensed in Canada. And the thing is, Saul Rubinek, I mean, the guy is pretty ubiquitous in Canadian film. Yeah. They could have got Saul Rubinek. Instead, they got a, a Rubinesque, <laughs> for lack of a better term, after. Yeah, he would have come cheap, too. So it's yeah. not like they wouldn't need to blow the budget on no, the guy. No, not but. at all. But maybe, maybe Saul Rubinek couldn't do the pirouette, so... Uh. <laughs> so, on, on our scale of... Oh, but before oh. I say I just want to say, like, I mean, from... from the sounds of things I mean we're probably making this film sound way more interesting than it really is yeah it, thoroughly thoroughly uninteresting I mean this is like snobulistic man this is, yeah. this is a dull <laughs> dull movie I mean if you want a cure for insomnia yeah do not operate you know the you know, cliche <laughs> your, uh, your, your, your heavy machinery and uh, speaking of cliches 
they also trot out at the very last frame the cliche of the news headline. Yeah. They're describing the everything like, oh, you know, like virus breaks out. That's usually done to forward a plot, exactly. not to like bookend a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, on our Oh, yeah, yeah. What about like the Secret Service and the President just allowing um, Ken Fairchild, you know, our Yeah, hero, Bosworth to just walk away with incriminating evidence against the government. Basically, t- you know. <laughs> yeah, it would take down the whole, the whole regime. The whole U.S., you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bring down the government. The government. And they just basically let, let the guy walk. Yeah. Which he does. Or, yeah. So, so uh, what did you learn from this movie, Chris? <sighs> I learned that security detail for the U.S. president is pretty lax. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> it's got about, like, five guys with headsets. Yeah. I mean, my mind some abandoned was... uh, place in the woods that, yeah. uh, that they're supposed to be holding some sort of U.N.-type conference mm-hmm. with the prime minister of, of the U.K., who's supposed to be there, and all these other world leaders. Meanwhile, the thing is attended by about ten journalists <laughs> in total. <laughs> and about, yeah, Secret Service, you know, personnel to match. Yeah. And, and maybe the odd, you know, hanger-on here and there. The, the most poorly attended press conference you will ever imagine. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what, what did you learn? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I was asleep more than I was awake for this thing. So you didn't I learn mean... that when a virus breaks out, there's absolutely no... Sense of urgency. Well, there's that. Yeah, yeah. I learned the next time I have a bit of a sniffle and a nosebleed, I should maybe, uh, you know, head well, to the head to the local CDC because I might be you know, afflicted by some. You also learned that your average vet, when they're not putting down a goldfish or a gerbil, they can do tracheotomies and life-saving surgeries. With pretty a, incredible. With a ball, with a bick, a ballpoint yeah. pen. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I guess there is a bit to learn from this movie. The, uh, the pen is mightier than the sword. I guess. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. yeah, and the boss is mightier than the uh... <laughs> mightier than Howie Long or all these other. Shitty well, uh, pro athletes who become actors. Yeah, I, I, I that's yeah, anyway, I wouldn't go that far, but anyway, <laughs> okay. Kudos to the boss and congratulations. You know, the guy made himself something of himself after this complete flame out of a career. Of career yeah, just yeah. Three years of just crap for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I guess I would give this. I would say half a star. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be charitable, and I want to maybe two tops. Yeah, because it's worth seeing just to. You know, see an inappropriately dressed sort of, you know, ex-football player just traipsing around uh, <laughs> British Columbia slash Ontario <laughs> slash what's supposed to be Iowa slash uh, Maryland slash right, New right. York City. None of these places, you know, even remotely appearing to be as they are. So, yeah, two, two one and a half stars. Well, yeah, I, I'm giving this like a, this is, this is getting a star. Okay. They'll start for me, honestly. As, as Boz's star continues to fade. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. uh, for more, check out uh, www.reallyawfulmovies.com, and we'll talk to you soon. We'll talk to you soon.